Hello there, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called Green and Growing or Ripe and Rotting. <laughs> this past week, I did a couple of things that I love that I haven't done in many years. Yoo-hoo! The first was that I played golf for the first time. I was about 17 years since I swung a golf club. It wasn't extremely pretty, but it felt really, really good to be able to do it. I thought I had to give it up because of my hip. It was something I thought I'd never be able to do again. Now I'm actually thinking of getting out on the basketball court so I can look not so pretty out there. (laughs) Uh, The other is even more exciting to me. I adjusted people in a chiropractic office for the first time in 14 years. I covered for a friend who practices an hour or so from here while she's taking an extended holiday. I'll be doing it two more times over the next month. When my friend wrote to me months ago, she only asked for recommendations for somebody who might be able to cover her practice. But as soon as I heard it, something in me simultaneously clicked and cringed. (laughs) It clicked because it felt right. It was kind of a full circle thing. My friend had watched my practice two times way back in 1997, the first two times that we went to Panama for missions which, of course, were some of the most incredible and impactful experiences in my career, in my life. The cringe came from the fact that it felt scary after all these years, and my head immediately began coming up with reasons why I couldn't do it, why I shouldn't do it. But fortunately, I paid more attention to the click than to the cringe. (laughs) Actually, I did pay equal attention to the cringe, And that was part of the feeling of rightness, because I'd been looking for a way to get out of my comfort zone and serve and stretch and grow a bit more. So that click and cringe combo was the same feeling I got when I chose to do the box on the wall and when I chose to leave chiropractic practice to go into ministry. Each time there was a bit of fear, but there was also a certainty, a feeling that I knew that I knew that I knew that this was the choice I was going to make. People often ask me, how do I know? How do I know it's the right choice? How do I know this is coming from my head instead of my heart, etc.? Well, my answer to that has always been, if you have to ask, you don't know. (laughs) But I would bet you all have had that feeling of knowing that you know that you know. But my question is, have you always trusted in it? Have you always followed through with it? Well, I certainly didn't for a long time in my life. I would ignore that feeling or more often simply talk myself out of the rightness of it. But at some point I made a choice to act on those feelings and I've discovered that the more I listen to that voice of my heart, so to speak, that feeling, the more it talks to me. So, as folks who serve and who hold the high watch for the world, I think it's really important to be willing to follow through on our feelings and our hunches and our ha-ha's, excuse me, because that is indeed the language of the heart. That's how our heart speaks to us, not generally through a lot of words, not through figuring things out or analyzing them or rationalizing them. And also on this, excuse me, on this path of service and love, It's incredibly helpful to be open and to grab opportunities to keep stretching and growing. Excuse me again. No matter where we are in our journey. 
life tends to cooperate with this intention by posing obstacles and challenges and therefore multiple opportunities to stretch and grow. And we can do it consciously and intentionally even when the schmutz isn't hitting the fan. We don't always have to overcome hardship or fear in order to stretch and grow, but it does generally require doing something different or something new or something that was contributing to our growth that we've stopped doing. Hmm, Believe me, there have been many times in my life when I've said, oh God, haven't I grown enough? (laughs) I've done this work for 252 years. Can't I just sit back and relax? It can certainly feel tiring at times to continue to hold the high watch and to keep growing. But as Woody Allen once said, we're either green and growing or ripening and rotting. And I don't know about you, but I'm not ready to ripen or rot. And the best news about all this is as we stay the course, we get stronger and wiser and more self-certain and more self-loving all along the way. And those things are all wonderful allies in our journeys, wherever those journeys end up taking us. So, mostly, I wanted to share with all of you that I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself because I didn't think I would ever even want to adjust in that setting again, let alone actually do it. I'm proud because it was a bit scary and I did it anyway. Not so much the adjusting part, but the whole deal of connecting with people on that rather intimate level. I'm proud that though it felt a bit awkward for a while, I discovered that I can still do it. (laughs) I'm proud because I feel as though I've returned a big favor 26 years later. (laughs) And I'm proud because I'm still a really good adjuster. And I was reminded that one of my only regrets in life is that I cannot get an adjustment from me. (laughs) Oh, anyway, folks... Follow your heart's guidance, keep stretching and growing, and you'll continue to have a lot of things to be proud of as well. In the meantime, maybe you all want to make a list of what you're proud of about you. Well, please know that I'm proud of you for not only listening, but for holding such a beautiful and huge space for the people you serve and for the world. Yep, stew on that. I'll see you next week.